Well, good day. We would like to officially welcome you to the uh, Dwayne and Jennifer show. Hurrah! Slash podcast. <laughs> now it's more of a show. It's a show. Uh, you know, it's, you know. Yeah, we'll go show. Let, let's call the show. Hey, we want to welcome you. Today we're going to talk about our brother, James. Hey, I'm I'm uh, semi excited about talking about this topic today. Yeah, semi is. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, first of all, I just want to thank our sponsor. Who's our sponsor today, Dwayne? Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. No, we're uh, we. Uh, I was talking with a friend of mine um, in our church this week, and he's like, "Hey, man, I just found out you got a podcast," <laughs> and so I'm like. Yeah, yeah, we got a podcast. And he's like, um, how long have you had this? So I, you know, I, I was just telling him how, you know, what we've been doing and stuff like that. And I go, you know, it's not really it's not really a big podcast or anything, but it's just kind of moving along. And he goes, Well, maybe if you talk about it more, people would find out you got one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. But we have just been enjoying doing this podcast for how long have we been doing it? Two and a half years, probably? Something like that? I have no idea. Somewhere around there. So we're upwards of 75, 80. 80 show, um, Shows. episodes, episodes. So, uh, you know, we just, we, uh, it's an outlet for us just to kind of share what's on our hearts and just talk. Yeah. Um, you know, Jen doesn't talk much. So this is one of the places where she's mainly cause I'm shy. Yeah. It's a big issue with her. Yeah. Um, but it's just, uh, it's just, we have fun with it and I really, but also I, we do want to actually talk about things that are important in our lives, depth, mm-hmm. really have these Mm-hmm. types of conversations yeah absolutely um and you know i need to make mention i feel like people need to see if you're if you're not watching you're missing seeing a very beautiful mug that i bought in amsterdam Dwayne, lift yours up because i bought them in a pair and I, I want the people to see beautiful beautiful i don't know if i would use the word beautiful oh quiet down yes they are they're stunning anyway but you know, like you said, this, we love doing this. So we have a lot of fun. It's an outlet for our heart. We get to talk about things that are kind of cooking in culture or just what the Lord is highlighting to us in scripture. So it's a little bit of a, a menagerie, if Ooh, you will. Good word. Good but word, it, sister. It is the Dwayne and Jennifer show. Good and, word. Um, we work it. So I'm excited to talk about our brother James today. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, so James is brother of Jesus. He is also... Our brother in the Lord. Come on, church. We are the family of God. <laughs> so James, he he, uh, there's this just interesting. Um, in, in, so James chapter four, he introduces a, to me a really interesting idea. Mm-hmm. But just to set the conversation around today is, I want to set just our overall as our overall perspective on God. Mm-hmm. So let's just say um, you have a belief in God. So you believe God is real. Mm-hmm. There is then to me what's an important part of our discipleship maturing journey is the nature of God. Sure. Um and and who is he and what's his disposition? What's yeah. his how does God posture himself with us as as human beings with his creation? Mm-hmm. And we 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 tend to walk with this idea that God is kind of frustrated with us mm-hmm. and that there is this idea that god does not give us good things uh-huh. and the more we sacrifice the greater we are 
in regards to our holiness, our purity. Mm -hmm. And there is this thing where we don't want to ask God for blessing. Sure. We don't want to ask God for prosperity. Mm -hmm. We don't want to ask God for these things. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think it's partly a reaction to this, this phrase, the prosperity gospel. So I... You know, there's a reaction to that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, I mean, a reaction to that, but also there's just a couple things we we ascribe to God the understanding of authority that we already have. So we prejudge Him based on our experience, not based on who He is. I don't understand. That was really deep, and you lost me. Well, depending, like you know, for example, He's a father. Depending on the type of father you had, ah, okay, you. You determined how you're going to relate to God. So that's an obstacle we have to get over. And we have to recognize that the accuser of the brethren not only accuses us, but he accuses God to us. Right. He's not good. Right. He's stingy. You have to do better to please him. Yes. Those types of things. So there's already just two things we have to overcome in order to see him rightly. Yeah. And yet our limitations of our human frame limit our ability to see a God who exists outside of time, who had no beginning, no end. Absolutely. So it and takes I, a minute to get to truth. And then I think this what portion of scripture is actually misunderstood, mm-hmm. and then it emphasizes our wrong perceptions yes. of God. Yes. So let's just dive in, and then let's we'll, dive kind of, in, we'll flush it out. But so, um, Where are we at? Tiago? For the Brazilian Portuguese speaking world, James for the English speaking world. All right, good. Buddy. You know, I'm just, I'm just. Um, there you are. Fluent and bilingual. What are you supposed to do? Shut it down. Exactly. Uh-uh. Verse, uh, chapter one, verse one. A chapter one, verse one. Excuse me. Chapter, chapter four, four, verse one. Quatro doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do wars and fights come from among you, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's just, a cantankerous woman. <laughs> just want to answer that right away. So he's he's setting this. Where do where does actually. Um, where do these come from? Yeah. Do they not come from your desire for pleasure that war in your members? Mm-hmm. So this desire for pleasure, because we're gonna he he's gonna reference it again. It really needs to be understood in the context of your your desire for sinful things. Mm-hmm. So I just want to pleasure because we this is to me the crux of of some of the this uh, these verses. Mm-hmm. And then he says next phrase, you lust and do not have, you murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war. So the context of this is he's addressing the motivation and the place that people are wanting to come before God. Mm-hmm. So you've got a problem with um, you. You look at at your neighbor's house, mm-hmm. their lifestyle, and you covet after it, and mm-hmm. you lust for wealth. Mm-hmm. You lust for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. So that's it's your posture is sin. You fight and you war. And here's the phrase: Yet you do not have. Um, yet you do not have because you do not ask. This is huge. Which is huge. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Mm-hmm. So he's he's first of all saying, hey, you're not even coming before God to ask him. Right. So that's a starting problem. Yeah. You don't understand that God is waiting for you to enter into it 
a a relationship where you come before him Mm -hmm. and make known your needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the, I, for me, the idea is there's this, you know, in intercession, because, you know, being in, in, in the place of, of, of the prayer movement for the last 20 some years, we have a, a understanding of intercession, mm-hmm. so it's God's power, revival, these mm-hmm. things, right? Right. So, but on the flip side, what are those things that actually in my life I need God to break in on? Yeah. And I, and I, not even the big mountains, like those small even things, mm-hmm. this is the type of con, the, the setting. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you don't have because you don't ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what are those so it's it's bringing God into that ongoing conversation, but it's also this lifestyle we have. Mm-hmm. I I actually oof, I'm in trouble here. I need help, or yeah. ooh, this would help me, yeah. right? So I you, you um you you do not have because you do not ask, and then when you do ask, verse three. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Mm -hmm. So this is the part to me where we go, look at the word pleasure. Yep. So it is those things that maybe I don't need, Mm -hmm. but it's the things that would make my life better. Mm -hmm. I would enjoy these these good things, good relationships, all of these things. We don't ask because it's going to end up in our being pleasure for us. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So I'm just waiting for you to get there. Like, in, in, <laughs> no, in terms of, because already pleasure, oh no, I shouldn't have desire. I shouldn't want things. I shouldn't da, 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 da. Yes. And so you're getting to the point, right? Yes. Okay. So the point is this in verse three, that you may spend it on your own pleasures reference back now to your desire for pleasure that is rooted in lust in murder, in covetousness, mm-hmm. um, this is the posture that he's addressing. Yeah. So the reason you don't have is because you're asking from the place of lust and covetousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you ask amiss because you're asking to satisfy. Mm-hmm. You're going to God mm-hmm. to ask him to satisfy those desires that are birthed in your sinful right. nature. Right. And so goofy example. Say you don't know your identity. You're not aware of the value that you have before God. So you're seeking your value before your coworkers, before your neighbors. So you're asking for a Maserati to show you have value. You have status. You're a powerful person. Right. And so thinking that once you get that Maserati, you're going to be, whew, now they know. Yes. And that's a miss. Yes. Now, you may end up with a Maserati. I don't really care. Right. But it's the the angle by which you ask so that it can actually validate you or fulfill a lustful desire in, inside yes. of you. Yes. And that, that changes the dynamics of the ask. Yes. Big time. So I think part of this conversation needs to be God and his heart and disposition to towards us. Yeah. And so what I want to start is Jennifer and I recently, as in the last couple of years, have developed a relationship with a messianic um, couple. So messianic means that you are born a Jew, you're Jewish, 
and you also now put your faith in Jesus. And so, you know, just so if you didn't know that term. And so it's been an amazingly rich blessing to us, this relationship. We've really enjoyed this couple. And um, in, in they, they have brought, just introduced and just talked with us that actually, um, so wealth, so some financial blessed financial wealth is actually one of the markers in an individual's life that God is with them. Mm-hmm. There's a blessing upon their lives. Mm-hmm. And that is hard for many, many believers to believe, to understand. Sure. Because um, we have this idea, the greater the sacrifice, the greater the righteousness. Mm-hmm. The greater the sacrifice, the greater the, the mm-hmm. holiness. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have this challenge around thinking, around blessing, um, not only financially, but just, you know, with with things. Mm-hmm. And and we see that, that, ooh, I shouldn't ask for that stuff. Yes. I should not ask to be financially stable. Many believers live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and this is not something that is holy. It's this poverty mentality. It's poverty thinking. Mm-hmm. And when we read this verse, it only reinf- if you don't look at it and, and, and get your head around, it only enforces all of those negative, all of those mindsets. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I don't want to interrupt your thoughts. Well, it's going. just... It's just, I, I want to break that off of our thinking, because to me, it's wrong thinking. Sure. Yeah. But, but what is challenging is the, the uneven distribution of wealth around the nations, if that makes sense. Right. So we live right now in the United States, a very wealthy nation. Incredibly wealthy. So I mean, yep. even someone who would be considered maybe lower income, mm-hmm is doing better than someone, you know, in another nation that right. is a poorer nation. Right. The very fact they have a TV and a dishwasher. Right. And that's fairly common to every person in the United States. Yes. So it's the difficulty of how do you walk out the this living in a lifestyle that is accustomed to conveniences that I appreciate... Do you know what I mean? Well, let me let me answer it. Let me let me make this statement and you're more than welcome to correct me. Okay. Love this. Can't so wait. let's take this James for this whole conversation and now let's have it speaking of in a favela. Mm-hmm. So in, you know, favela is a in, in in Brazil, which is kind of the word for like a slum. slum. Yeah. Or, you know, or India. Philippines, Certain Africa, portions of, of those nations, so not the whole nation. Right. Yeah. So let's just have that conversation. Let's have it in the context of this. Yeah. Could I preach? Could I share this message in that setting? Yes. And I believe I could. Yes. So in the midst of your surroundings, mm-hmm. I want you to have boldness to ask for the blessing of God to be on your life. Yes. And so you got to make sure that that first of all the posture and motivation Mm -hmm. so that you're not looking to because you're looking across the street and lusting after what they have Mm -hmm. the idea is that i love god above everything else yes god is my supreme pursuit Mm -hmm. he satisfies the longings of my heart yeah 
So I want to, so I could share this in the Philippines, in Africa, or, you know, in poor countries. And in that place, then boldly come and ask for God to pour out blessing upon your life. Yes. And, and then you can actually come with confidence and ask him, mm-hmm. Lord, bring this, this, and this to me. Mm-hmm. You are a good God. Mm-hmm. You are a, a father who delights, who enjoys, mm-hmm. and you even give. Mm-hmm. You give, you know, financial blessing. Yes. I, I walk in your principles. I love, I honor you, mm-hmm. um, even with my resources. But I want to be blessed that I would be a blessing. Yes. And that is the crux that where I want people to get. Yeah. That you have a proper foundation and the nature of God is he's for me and he's not against me. Yes. And and he's he's with me, and a sign that he's with me is there's blessing on my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And get rid of poverty mentality, get rid of all of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That God is with me mm-hmm. and he's blessing me. Yes. And you know, poverty mentality, here's an example of it. When we moved to Brazil, we had a really hard time finding a house, blah, blah, blah. We ended up getting a house and 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 I loved it. I, I really loved it, the house. That we lived house in. was a a refuge. It was a and refuge a, and a blessing to our family. Yes. So I struggled because I loved that house, and it was my desire to be able to do the hard thing and to live much more simply and all of that. But really, it was to prove how strong I was. And the Lord wanted, the Lord knew what we would walk through and he knew we needed a refuge. Yes. And the minute we stepped into our house, it was that. (sighs) That house was a blessing. It was a blessing. I am going to say, um, remember the the leak in the ceiling? Yes. The greatest conundrum I've ever, I've ever experienced in regards to home repair. But besides that. Yeah. Besides that. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That was a great, we'll go into that story another time. Uh, but it's, so I think it's it's what I'm really wanting to pop the bubble. And I, I have experienced the popping of the bubble in my mm-hmm. own life is that God is for me and he's not against me. Yeah. And, and in that, there is to be blessing in my finances. I... Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it is to actually bless me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then also for me to be a blessing. Yeah. And so within the within the Jewish thought, God's going to bless us. We are called to be a blessing to others, mm-hmm. and so it is this posture of generosity. All of these things, but first and foremost, He is with me and He's for me. Yes. And then I can come to Him in that context. I am not looking for a fancy whatever you have in mind, clothes, whatever. I'm going to him because I love him and he's my father. Mm-hmm. And I and I some of these are need, mm-hmm. and then these are also some of these are desires pleasure. Yeah. for pleasure. And it's not wrong to ask right. God for blessing. Right. And you know, I think of Psalm 37: Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. So, in that place of delight, in that place of worship, in that place of aligning ourselves to God, He 
and he even transforms our desires. Yes. So giving us the desires of our heart become the desires that he has in his heart. Yes. And so we get changed. And so even recently, you know, we went on a trip to New York City and Chloe and I wanted to go for afternoon tea at a, a fancy place. And it was it was expensive and I wanted to be able to pl- pay for Chloe. And I knew that we didn't have the finance for me to be able to pay her portion. And I was going to something and I said to the Lord in the parking lot, Lord, I ask that someone would come up and hand me money and it would so that I could pay for my daughter's afternoon tea. I don't. So it's British high tea. We're not talking just a cup of tea. No, it's fancy. It's like the three tiered thing that comes out and blah, blah, blah. So someone comes up. Of course, I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to say this is what I'm asking for. I don't say a thing. I go in, I do my thing. And someone comes up to me and hands me cash. And it was the amount I needed to take my daughter to tea. Amazing. That's God. Yes. Do I need to go to tea? No. Right. Would my life have been awful because I didn't go to tea? Absolutely not. Right, right. It was not essential. It was extra. But I asked him... And I think he finds joy in even the things I ask for. Yes. Anyway, go on. So it's, you know, just in the heart of this conversation today is the nature of God and Mm -hmm. his desire to walk Mm -hmm. and bless us. Mm -hmm. So because you've got what's a really controversial verse amongst certain portion of the body of Christ is John, John 15 and whatever you have, um, Ask whatever, you know, ask Mm -hmm. and the Father will give it to you. Mm -hmm. And so the problem with some of these verses is you really have to, you really have to read them in the context. And to me, this is another one where you got to understand context because you have these, um, you know, these, these preachers within the body of Christ, they have so misrepresented God and they have so misused scripture. And so Mm -hmm. this to me, um, I I truly believe we have people who lust and covet, and then they they go to God and they preach a gospel of asking He will give it to you, mm-hmm. but they ask amiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I believe it's 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 so wrong. Yes, this prosperity message, God's blessing taken to an extreme, and it's an extreme. Yeah, and then many have such a reaction to it, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is to me where. I want there to be this this coming before God mm-hmm. and asking Him for the blessings of doing things His way mm-hmm. for them to shine upon mm-hmm. us. And the, the thing that we have realized that we have done is we have gone the other extreme. And so not no, we don't want prosperity that's secular, that's this, that's that. And the Lord has tried to bless us a few times. And we're like, no, 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 no. And I personally felt corrected by him. I have too. As an example, um, I was really wrestling with this topic, um, I remember. And in a matter of like, I think it was just over three months, we had had been given in just different ways. Over $30,000 was given to us kind of outside the box. And it was partly I was wanting to mature and grow in this. Mm-hmm. But I remember actually what would have been smart is for us to take that money, take a portion of it, mm-hmm. you know, tithe off of it, mm-hmm. 
And then if we wanted to also give some, but we ended up giving a majority of it away. Mm-hmm. And it would have been in my, and we felt um, blessed by doing that. Yeah. And there are times where God invites us to give it all away. Mm-hmm. We've done that as well. Mm-hmm. And I do believe like, remember the money uh, we had set aside for South Africa? Mm-hmm. I really believe that that was God saying, you've got an idol mm-hmm. and I want it to be broken. And so I'm asking you to give everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are those seasons, but there's also a season where we gave our money away and it would have been, I think, better for us to invest it mm-hmm. or to, um, you know, bless, yes. use it as paying down mortgage or whatever you want. Yeah. Do knowing it. what's seed, what yes. do you need to be investing and what's bread? What do you need to be eating? Yeah. And so I, you know, we're kind of fumbling along in this conversation today. Not, not necessarily, but my point is I want you to understand the nature of God that he is for you, not against you, and he actually wants there to be a blessing on your life. To build wealth is not mm-hmm. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's actually a biblical concept mm-hmm. to pass money on, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So we, we've focused a lot just on the physical ask, but the spiritual ask is there too. Absolutely. That the Because it goes on that the spirit would yearn jealously within us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so there's, if you feel dull today, then ask God to give you hunger. If you feel distant, then ask God to show you how he's near to you today. These are things he's going to answer also. So these aren't just physical needs. There's all also the, the spiritual needs, but... Uh, we're we're talking from our perspective of where we've lacked and where we've been kind of um, imbalanced in yes. some ways, yep. and so we're hitting it from that perspective. Yes. And so, but yet we don't know who our audience is today. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of different. So you, you know, when we it's it's a little bit challenging sometimes doing a bo- podcast because you don't exactly know who's listening and the perspective that they have. But also, just hitting on verse four though, it's a big to me adulterous. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity before God, mm-hmm. with God? Mm-hmm. Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And so that, I should have read that too, that verse is the context for this place of coming before him. Yes. So if you have a desire to be a friend with the world, and friend with the world means what live by its system what yeah what is in the heart of the world that's what i want yeah so if you're living there um you're gonna ask but you're not gonna get anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if you're postured where i love the lord i love god i love his ways i love the word that is an entirely different place to come before the lord and Mm -hmm. ask for his blessing on our lives and because and then you become a steward of what the Lord gives you. Yes. And so it's not just, oh, I got more money. I'm going to buy another boat. Yep. You go, whoa, I have this money. The Lord's blessing me. Now who can I bless? Yes. So yes, you keep some. Yes, you go on vacation. But yes, you relieve the pressure off of another family also. Absolutely. So blah, Come on, blah, church. blah. Hey, guys. Um, we'll hop it up here. Wrap it up here. <laughs> uh but the nature of God is, I think, going to be part of our lifelong journey of growing in the incredible um, nature of who he is. Yes. And that he's with us. He's not against us. And it's, it's a good just, father. It's the beauty of who we follow. Mm-hmm. And just there's so many things about he's slow to become angry. Why? Because his starting point is 
mercy. He Mm -hmm. will not give us. He does not want to give us what we deserve. He wants to pour out grace, strength, rest, Mm. divine might on us. Yeah. So God, we love you. And I just pray for those that this has been a message. I'm asking for the word of the Lord, the scriptures, just to come in and just shift us that we would walk with clarity and understanding of who you are. Mm -hmm. In the name of the Lord. Grace, grace, everyone. Ciao. Thanks for jumping in. Until next time.